Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and this is Today I Watched Week 36, Part 3, talking about SmackDown episode 994. Um, <clears throat> I will do a separate episode about 205 Live. I just realized that I that, that's on right now. I haven't watched haven't watched it yet. It hasn't finished airing yet. Um, because I started watching, um, the first episode of The Purge, the, the TV series, which aired right after SmackDown, but then I got distracted with the, the driving stuff. There's a big rainstorm, uh, that I drove through, and I got some video of that, and, uh, here, here I am now recording this episode about SmackDown. I wanted to get this episode was fresh on my mind, um, so I was, I did not attend this show live. I've been driving since last night. Since, like, when I left the show, I've pretty much been driving that entire time to get back home. Um, and I still have, uh, about two and a half hours left of driving. So close, yet so far. But I'm almost out of Kansas, which is the my least favorite part of this drive. Um, not that I've made this specific drive a lot, but I've made Indianapolis, but I mean, it was, it was basically an extra, like, 200 miles, um, from what I usually drive to get home, um, from, uh, Indianapolis at the end of the summer. But, uh, let's see, Colorado road conditions, call 511. What mile marker am I at? Am I almost in Colorado? Oh, I looked up... <clears throat> okay, so I... I th 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 here's the thing. Uh, natives of Colorado will usually... Most likely pronounce it uh, close to how I do um, as Colorado. With an ad syllable in there. Whereas, uh, everybody else pronounces it, by and large, everybody else pronounces Colorado, like an odd in the middle there. But apparently, according to this nine news reports, uh, about the topic, um, they interviewed some, uh, at least one linguist, maybe just the one, but he said that, uh, the actual founders of Colorado they uh, want it to be completely different from Spanish, and so they pronounce it. They pronounced it something like Colorado. And I had joked before watching this video. I was like, maybe there's some weird people who pronounce it with an aid sound in the middle there. That would be the most bizarre way to pronounce it. So apparently, that is the original correct pronunciation. But much in the way of GIF and JIF. You just ignore the creator, the originators of it, because that sounds dumb. Call it a gif. Call it Colorado. Or Colorado. Either one of those. Um, so I, uh, I don't know. I, since people pronounce it both ways, not a big deal that it's uh, pronounced differently. So you still know that you're going to Denver and have a good time. Probably. Or you're going to Longmont and not having a very good, very good time. Anyway, um, yeah, I've, I've 
I'm not paying attention to the signs at all. So I might still have a few hundred miles left of Kansas. Oh god, I hope not. I hope not. I have a feeling I maybe have like 20 miles left of Kansas. Let's see, is that a... Uh, no, that doesn't have a... That doesn't have a mile number on it. Alright, guys, help me out. Help me out with this road signs. Oh, here's one coming up. Coming up. It is... <clears throat> I could be lying about what this is, but I'm not. It is... Mile marker for... Oh, I'm in Colorado. Holy crap. I totally missed it. Mile marker 445. I've made it out of Kansas. I'm pretty excited about that. Okay. So, I was about to be... I, I In the blurry distance, I thought, oh, that looks like a 20. That looks like a 20. It was not... It was nowhere close to a 20. I was way off. Um, but uh, that makes me much more happy. Because if I was right about that, I would have had 20 more miles of Kansas. But really the next like 100 miles, almost the entire rest of my drive through Colorado is, is the same as driving through Kansas anyway. Anyhow, uh, let's talk about this SmackDown episode. One of the great things, one of the things I noticed about this episode is that every single segment... Okay, there are t technically a couple of exceptions to this. The main exceptions being the video packages of Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. But I say those don't count because they're not in-ring action. They're not, they weren't filmed live. They weren't being performed live. So I don't count those. Uh, so aside from those, every single segment had a female superstar or, uh, or talent involved in some way, and I thought that was pretty awesome, um, because uh, I, I don't think that, that, that I, I highly doubt that's ever happened on Raw, uh, at least since it's been three hours, um, and uh, it, none of it felt forced either, it all made sense to what's been going on with everything. So uh, I really enjoyed that aspect of the show. So he opened up with uh, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. Um, also interesting that Brie is on both shows doing completely different things. And uh, her performance tonight, she didn't have a match, but she, what, uh, she did pull off a few moves in the main event. But we'll get to that. Um, we, uh, sorry, the, the, they're, they're calling out the Miz and Maurice, but the Miz and Maurice were, uh, calling them out earlier when nobody was even in the arena, um, and then they had, had gone off to get dinner and all of that, so they're all dodging, each, well, mostly the Miz and Maurice were dodging Daniel and Bree, but, uh, this, the, 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 the tracking down of them, them missing each other, basically, basically playing phone tag, but instead of getting a hold of someone on the phone it's punching somebody in the face um, that would be the end result of that uh, eventually the Miz came the Miz and Maurice came back from their dinner and Paige had some news for them uh, while well, uh, their, their, their rivals were not in the building but the Miz has a match against whoever 
answers the challenge. And who answered the challenge but R-Truth, who insisted that Carmella accompany him uh, at ringside to counteract the other Carmella, who is very mean. Um, oh, it's really, I missed part of the first backstage segment where that all went down when R-Truth uh, was talking to the Miz. I assume that's when he challenged him. And then he ends the conversation with, I don't see what Carmella sees in you. Um, I, I enjoy that quite a bit. And then uh, shortly after that, he was trying to track down original Carmella to get her to um, to accompany him. And it worked. He just let her, let her know that uh, Brie called, not Brie, that Maurice called her uh, Staten Island trash or something like that. Anyway, it was a great main event. I really enjoyed it. Uh, we ended up with an R-Truth victory over The Miz after a little bit of a distraction from Daniel and Brie. But, hey, that's The Miz's fault. That's, that's his fault for being distracted. They weren't running down to the ring or anything. He was just looking over at them and let R-Truth roll him up. So that's all on him. It's not all on our truth as it so often is. Um, we, we had the attack go down with Daniel and Bree uh, going after the Miz and Maurice, but they were interrupted by Almas and Vega who had a, have a grudge against Daniel Bryan and Bree a little bit too uh, because Daniel Bryan defeated Almas in the opening match of the night because they were ready to fight Miz and Maurice, but um, Almas and Vega answered that challenge instead. Uh, it was a singles match. It was no, was it a mixed tag match? You know what? I can't remember exactly. All I remember is that Daniel Bryan won the match over Almas. So if it was a tag match. They were the active members of that. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed that whole arc from top to bottom carried throughout the entire show. It was excellent. Um, I, I need to watch the rest of the episodes of, uh, Ms. and Maurice, Ms. and Mrs. I mean, um, because I am way behind and it's over now. Now we have the purge on after, uh, following SmackDown. Um, alone in two weeks. Okay, so I, I'm going way out of order. This I found this out before, you know, and it ended up being kind of it ended up being a spoiler about the R Truth and Carmella stuff. Although you could kind of guess, maybe that's where things were headed anyway, with uh, their interactions in the last few weeks. But um, it was. Uh, it was announced before SmackDown and then a couple of times during SmackDown that the Mixed Match Challenge is back in two weeks. That was, that's really short notice. And I'm pretty excited for that because I am planning to be there at the SmackDown that will take place after. Um, so a little bit of bad news for 205 Live, that they'll be delayed um, 20 minutes or so. And it's kind of a bother watching at home. You're like, okay, I'm going to watch SmackDown. 
hey, now I have to switch over to Facebook Watch. Now I have to, I guess if you have like two devices or multiple windows on your computer, you could just have them all queued up or whatever. But uh, yeah, having to switch channels to keep watching WWE twice, switch channels twice to keep watching. It's uh, a little bit of a bother, but I'm definitely going to do it at least to watch um, Mixed Match Challenge. Uh, my picks for that are, I mean, Team Asuka. I, I've got a root for them, but since they already won, they won the first season of it, doesn't seem likely that they'll win this one, this season, but I'll still root for them for sure. Um, so otherwise my picks are the team of AJ and Charlotte, which it would have made a lot of, cause they are both champions during the first mixed match challenge that would have been made it would have made sense for them to be together but it also made sense for Charlotte and Bobby Roode to be together with their robes their thing for robes but uh, I'm rooting for them and Team Little Big Asuka not Asuka oh my gosh Alexa and Braun Strowman because uh, they did really well last time except now I didn't talk about this in the last episode uh, Alexa seems like she has a thing for Elias although maybe she was just using him to get get back at all of their her hometown zombies that she didn't care for oh another thing that I forgot to talk about I totally forgot to talk about this speaking of Bobby Roode Bobby Roode and Chad Gable were a tag team thrown together to face off against um, who did they fight I think they fought the Ascension and they won and Chad Gable was so excited the entire time so this could be interesting it was totally random um, alright so other stuff that happens on Smackdown <clears throat> we had uh, an interview with uh, Charlotte and Becky they were in separate rooms or in separate cities I don't even know if they are even in Detroit but uh, that was pretty solid getting their back and forth with each other um, and uh, I'd say it makes it seem a lot less I mean Becky's still being mean but not in a way that's like putting down everybody who's supporting her and stuff like that and it also helps her not be actually being in the arena so that there isn't that direct contradiction of like you never believe in me they're like we love you love that kind of thing instead it's uh, more isolated and uh, gets, uh, gives us a chance to, to re- refocus that kind of stuff which it seems like is what they want to do so but that was really good um, we also had <clears throat> oh the match of the night for sure um, I'm uh, j- continuing to jump around for all of this, but uh, the match of the night was the triple threat to see who will face the bar next week, and then th- that match next week will determine who fights the New Day for the Raw, uh, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships at Hell in a Cell. Um, so this triple threat was Sanity. 
uh, versus the Usos versus Rusev Day in English and Rusev and Lana. Okay, this is the most tenuous uh, connection for this to uh, to be every segment having one of the female superstars. So Lana was there, but she didn't. Um, she she was just sitting with commentary. She wasn't on commentary. Just sitting over there observing the match, and she did not get involved, at least not from what I saw. So, that's the one exception of the in-ring action, but I think technically you can count it that she was there. She is part of Rusev Day. She could share in that. They won. Rusev and Aiden English won this match. And I was certain that the Usos were going to win. They were going to get a hell of a match between the Usos and the Bar again next week. But I think we're going to see a hell of a match between Rusev Day and the Bar instead. So I'm su- I am super excited about that. I mean, anybody facing the Bar is going to be an excellent match. Um, so we'll see how that goes. The Bar versus the New Day... I, I really want to see that. I really want to see that. I, I know we've seen it before. In fact, I'm pretty sure that we saw it in the cell when they first won their championships, I think. Uh, uh, was that two years ago? Um, or maybe it was just last year. Anyway, that that's what I want to see at Hell in a Cell. Um... But if it doesn't be Rusev Day in that match, that'll be cool too. And I don't, I don't think this will be a match in the actual cell. I think we only have two matches so far that are confirmed to be in the structure. And if it's st- if it just stays at two, I, I'd be fine with that. Um, although it would probably make sense for we don't have a women's match in the cell so are we going to get Becky versus Charlotte in the cell or will it be uh, Alexa versus Ronda in the cell or neither neither would be fine too because we're going to have Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton in there and that's going to be ridiculous and we're going to have Braun Strowman well as far as we know it's going to be Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns in the cell which uh, could be pretty awesome. But, uh, yeah, let's uh, jump backwards again. We're uh, going into... There's a women's singles matches. Peyton Royce versus Naomi. Uh, the Iconics were sufficiently annoying. Their opening thing. The crowd did not seem like they were enjoying that one bit, which I believe is absolutely the intention. Um, so... <laughs> Good, good job, good job, Iconics. But uh, Naomi defeated them, but uh, Billy Kay went straight on the attack um, and started hitting Naomi. Then Asuka's music actually comes out and saves the day. It's nice to see Asuka back on TV. Um, and, she, and I mean, she's going to be in the mix match challenge, and this could. Her working together with Naomi, let's see this rivalry rivalry uh, continue next week. I'm sure we're going to get a tag team match: Naomi and Oscar versus the Iconics, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. 
Um, and I, I'm all right with that. The, uh, so the only women who did not make an appearance in this episode were, um, Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville. But, uh, they're, we ran out of people that they would, would possibly be matched up against. So, um, hopefully we get to see something from either of them or both of them next week. And of course we had Paige involved in a lot of stuff. Um, another technicality of having, um, well, Paige was involved with the, uh, Samoa Joe and AJ Styles segment, which was very, very good. That segment was great. Um, it's Joe calling out AJ, uh, talking, uh, addressing his family, uh, taking credit for, hey, look what I did for you. He's back there at home to protect you, but you, you have him home with you finally. But he actually wasn't home with them. He was, he was there in the arena and he went on the attack, which was good, but also bad news for his family that they, they, they didn't get all those nice things that Joe was talking about. Um, I, I am so looking forward to that match. That's going to be, that's going to be awesome. Uh, it would make sense for it to be in the cell, but also it's fine if it, if it isn't, if it's just a no disqualifications match, I guess that would work. Um, or some other, it doesn't have to be, I guess it does kind of have to be a gift because their, their last match was just a straight straight match and a disqualification. Anyway, um, I feel like I'm forgetting something else. We got, uh, we, we got all of the main event stuff, all of the stuff related to that. We got the triple threat tag team match. Check. We had the, um, Naomi Asuka Iconics deal. That's pretty much it's pretty much everything from tonight. Um, and I think oh okay, we didn't see Brie Bella. Uh, so the last episode is saying if we see Brie Bella just totally nail a suicide dive, then we know that it's on purpose. That it's that the Bellas are awful on Raw, and uh, the Danielsons are awesome on SmackDown, but, um, uh, she didn't do a suicide dive, but she did look, um, very good, uh, getting, uh, some offense, offensive moves, some solid offenses, uh, uh, some solid offensive moves against, uh, their, their enemies in the main events. So, not exactly what I was theorizing, but I'd say it's still, it's still evidence in that direction. It's not fully clenched that this is the intention for one to be awful, one to be great, but, um, it's, we're, we're gathering more evidence. We'll see what, what happens, uh, next week to further that and what happened? Well, okay. So the the Bella Twins thing is the build up for Evolution, which is still a ways off. 
Um, whereas the the mixed tag match is happening in just two weeks, so we're we're gonna have so much more time that we have to spend watching the build to the the, the twins stuff. So that's a little bit disheartening. Anyway, um, I think that pretty much covers everything. I did miss a few things here and there because uh, I'm I'm still driving home, as I mentioned, um, and uh, mostly I would ex- I was watching on my phone because uh, the light was still it was still light out, and my iPad does not fit on my dash like it doesn't stand up on my dashboard um so uh the only way I can use my iPad to watch stuff is to have it flat on the dashboard and see the reflection on my windshield which actually it works pretty well decently well uh but I can't that only works at night and when I'm not in a place with street lights and stuff so right now that would work perfect and I might actually do that to keep on watching Mr. Robot. I have like three more episodes to watch of Mr. Robot season three. It's good. That show is good. Speaking of USA, all this stuff on USA is USA is very good. Um, I'm assuming that Purge is, is very good. I only watched like three minutes of it so far. Anyway, um, so I did miss a few things um, just because I was exiting out to check on things. Uh, check out GPS. I don't need GPS. This entire drive, literally this entire drive has been I-70 after the first 10 miles. And it gets I-70 from the Ohio State University. But once I got on there, it's been 70 the entire friggin' way. All like 1,200 miles. I why have I driven that much today? And then I drove 400 miles before the show last night. 1,600 miles pretty much like constantly with a a short break to see a wrestling show. Anyway, um, I'm not finished yet. I am finished for this week once I get home. But uh, next week I will be driving down to Texas because not everything is only only Helena Cell is in San Antonio but we do have the other shows in where are these guys okay they're on the street that goes over it. um so we have uh, not all of them are in Texas actually but we have uh, San Antonio Helena Cell there's uh, Dallas, Monday Night Raw, and then there's Tulsa, um, SmackDown. So I originally rented a car, uh, reserved a car to rent, because I was assuming they hadn't posted when SmackDown was going to be, where SmackDown was going to be when I bought the Hell in a Cell ticket. Um, so I assumed that it was going to be like in Houston or Corpus Christi or something like that. And I was way wrong. So I I had reserved the car with the thought that I would get right back into San Antonio um, on Wednesday morning, early Wednesday morning, 
catch that early flight back home. But since it is in Tulsa, I thought it kind of makes more sense to road trip down there. And then Tulsa is kind of like on the way back to Colorado from Texas anyway. It's like in the in the general direction of it. So uh, I, I'm, I'm at least going to the Houston House Show, the live event, on Saturday. Make it a four-night affair. I just might go down to um, the SmackDown live event on Friday night. Or go to, uh, not the SmackDown, the Raw uh, live event on Friday night. Um... Or something. I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what happens. If I feel like dry, leaving a day earlier, it is raining a ton now. You can probably hear that. I should turn on my wipers. I am thankful for the rain because um, it helps keep me awake. One, and the other thing is that my like a couple of days. It may have been not working for a long time. But, like, the day before or two days before I left to go to Chicago, um, I realized that my wipers or the, the spray things on my for my front windshield aren't working. The spray on the back windshield works fine, the back window. Um, so it's... Uh, it wasn't a matter of being out of wiper fluid, which I thought at first, but I should have known because it didn't have the the pump sound going. So hopefully it's an easy fix. I'm getting that fixed this week. So uh, it's for that reason, because of that, I'm thankful whenever I I drive through some rain, that can help me clean off my windshield of all the bug guts a little bit um, in between gas station stops. uh, Every single stop I've tried to clean off the windshield as best I can. So anyway, um, I am pretty excited for Hell in a Cell and all the shows around it. Um, it'll be very different from, because I've, I've seen some cage matches in person now. I can't remember what the, I mean, I was at, I was at Elimination Chamber, which is cool. Um, and I feel like there's another cage match since then. You know what? The main cage match that there was, it was at Extreme Rules. I was not at that one. But it was still... I mean, that was a, that was a cool match. Um, so anyway, I, I, I'm excited to see the cell in person because they had the elimination chamber in person like that you could go in and I didn't actually go in it or anything at uh, Wrestlemania Access this year um, <clears throat> so I haven't seen the, the, the cell in person yet so I, I'm excited for that alone and then all the, all the matches that are going to happen it's going to be pretty cool so <clears throat> that's it for SmackDown, I will talk about in another episode, and I'll probably talk about The Purge also in that episode, um, about 205 Live. 
Um, so stay tuned for that. And then I'll do a combined episode of NXT and the Mae Young Classic. Because the Mae Young Classic 2 starts tomorrow night right after um, NXT. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. So stay tuned for all that. Let me know what you thought about SmackDown tonight by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share, share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and you can also subscribe on Spotify. Search Today I Watched and hit the follow button. Um, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back, like I said, with week 36, part 4, 205 Live, and probably The Purge, episode 1. Thanks for listening. This has been Today I Watched. Bye for now.